You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico hanging out with you guys. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you guys. The rest of the way here, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Interesting conversation in the first segment there. Good stuff. Do it. Um, Do it, Nick. Let's uh, go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Look, I appreciate everything that everyone does okay is that just your blanket statement rico i i appreciate the attempts that are made yes. to garner information i do i actually do as well and you know it is what it is there was an attempt there was an attempt during the break but we're okay with and it. i congratulate you <laughs> no we do we do appreciate you listening though um but let's go to the honda looking hotline we got steve mark of inside nebraska steve have you had a chance to maybe catch your breath in the last 48 hours after the news broke on Sunday, we, we we canceled on you yesterday. Like you're normally our Monday guest, but we canceled on you because it was such a busy day. And, and sorry now, for that. yeah, sorry. And then now we have Mickey Joseph today. So I mean, it's like, have you had a chance to kind of catch your breath in between writing articles? Man, it's it's a uh, <laughs> it's been quite the um, 48 hours uh, for mm-hmm. me. There's not a lot of sleep. Um, I guess just a lot of. Um, staring at uh, laptop screens, which I don't know is the best for my eyes, but it's, <laughs> it's what's happening. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty hectic, but I guess, you know, never a dull moment here. And I guess it's uh, good that, you know, we're, we're, you know, creating content and trying mm-hmm. to follow along with this wild ride that is Nebraska football. I hope you have your blue light glasses. Yeah, I need some of those for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so I, I guess, Steve, what was your immediate reaction to this? Like the news that Scott Frost was 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 let go or dismissed and then like did you expect it to happen on Sunday? Yeah, so um when the when the tweet came across and um from Trev Albert saying that a change had been made, I, I was not totally surprised just because of how, you know, if you if you allow six hundred forty two total yards to a Georgia Southern team and then get beat by a Georgia Southern team um, it just it just has the vibe of you know the final nail in the coffin after uh, last weekend's game in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I I wasn't really expecting it to come that uh, that day on Sunday, the day after. But yeah, I guess you know after sitting down and, and thinking about it, I guess I can see why the change was made at this time, um, right right before the Oklahoma game. Um, it's going to be a great showcase, basically, of the fan base because I, I think you know, with Mickey Joseph now in the fold, there's kind of a certain excitement, um, just a, a big vibe um, around town right now. I think that it's going to be a really great weekend, and you know, I, I you know, I, I think Nebraska is set up really well right now for with you know all the changes with um, college football happening um, and and all the excitement that's building with. With Mickey Joseph, I think that this has a chance to be a really great weekend, which, you know, when I first learned of the firing, I didn't think I'd be saying that a few days later. But here we are, and I think Nebraska is in a 
in a good spot right now. Of, of course, they don't have a full-time head coach right now, but uh, yeah, I think I think there's kind of a certain energy buzz right now, and I think um, the the team is going to come out and basically maybe surprise some people. Who knows? Mm. Steve, what's your take on the you know the little subtle changes that are being made by Mickey Joseph so far uh, in Chenander taking over the safety spot and Travis Fisher switching from just a DB coach or from the DB coach overall to, to just taking on the corners. Yeah. Something needed to happen right on that side of the ball. So um, change some, something absolutely needed to change. And so if, if Mickey thinks that uh, something good will, good will come with Sander going from the nickels to the safeties and then um, Fisher going from the corners to the nickels, which I, um, I was kind of wondering about that. So I went back and listened to the audio and, and Nicky Joseph um, did end up saying that uh, Travis Fisher will be coaching the corners and the nickels. Um, previously, it was Shenander taking the nickels, um, but he said usually in the defense the coordinator will take the safeties. So, um, yeah, those are those are the main changes on the defensive side of the ball. And then obviously, offensive wise, um, Mike Asano, former offensive analyst, will be taking over the wide receiver role that Joseph held. Um, obviously, Joseph will still have a presence with the receivers but yeah mainly it'll be um, Mike Asano but yeah I mean something needed to happen um going back to what I was saying on the defensive side because you know there I, I just looked it up I think I think they're 124th or 20 126th mm. and rushing rushing yards per carry um in the country so um it, it's just really not good on that side of the ball right now and in that specific area stopping the run so um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to work because it's going to be the same players out on the field, um, we, we think. But, you know, if, if maybe these slight tweaks and changes that Joseph made on the defensive side of the ball will, will help change something. We're, Steve, we're speaking to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here. And, Steve, I guess when we walked into or when I walked into the, the press conference room today, there was a different energy than there was on Sunday or even in previous weeks when, when we'd hear Scott Frost talk. What does that what does that mean about Mickey Joseph as a head coach or, or as, as a leader, I suppose? Yeah, I, I completely agree, Nick. I, I know I might sound crazy with, you know, the whole energy talk, but and you know how how I view this program right now, because I think I think Nebraska is set up for for success in the future um, with this new college football world that we're, we're going to be living in here soon. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you that he brings a certain enthusiasm, energy, just like what Trev Albert said when he was, you know, um, choosing who to, who to pick to be the interim head coach. Um, I, I definitely think Mickey Joseph is um, a well-liked figure in the program. I think the players really love him. Um, I know he's not the easiest coach to play for, but I think he really cares for it cares about his guys and I think of all of that plus coupled with you know the a fresh outlook um just new ideas just a different vibe as a leader of this program I think it is it, it's just gonna you know result in positivity in my opinion now is that is that gonna equal a win against Oklahoma or a win against Indiana I don't know but um just walking in walking in the presser um on Sunday for Trev Alberts and then today for Mickey Joseph I just I just felt good about the direction of the program overall Steve when we look at at Saturday's game and and obviously that defense is uh, kind of a, 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 a place to be worried about I suppose if you want to categorize it that way I mean it, are, should Husker fans be ready for kind of a shootout on Saturday or, or what kind of game do you expect to be played on, on Saturday morning on Fox 
Yeah, I think you're you're uh, thinking along the same lines as me, Nick. I, I definitely could see a lot of points, um, just like the Georgia Southern game. You know, if you look at Oklahoma, they have the hot shot um, offensive coordinator Jeff Levy. He comes from Central Florida. Um, just running that really fast-paced, up-tempo spread offense, and he's got a really great quarterback to do it in Dylan Gabriel, the former Central Florida quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a tough task for this defense who really, really, really struggled to stop a, a Georgia Southern offense. No no offense to those guys, but um, they, they have some really good – they do some good things on offense and some mm-hmm. – have some really good athletes, but you know it, it's just going to be amped up when when you have a team like Oklahoma coming into town. So, um, yeah, I I think Nebraska's offense is obviously the strength of of this team, and uh, yeah, there could be just a lot of points scored, um, it, and who knows what 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 can happen if if maybe Nebraska and, and Shenander maybe switch some things up and maybe uh, try to do things differently on on defense. Maybe it maybe it works out in their favor, and uh, who knows what can happen, but. Yeah, I, I definitely um, see what you're saying with the, a lot of points thing because I, I definitely could see a shootout for sure. All right, Steve, last one before we let you go. Uh, we won't keep you too long here, um, but we're joined by Steve Marica of Inside Nebraska. If you had to put your money on who Nebraska's next head coach is here, extremely early in the process, two and a half months out from maybe any discussion of an actual decision, whether it's Mickey Joseph or somebody else, who will be Nebraska's coach? I'm going to be the boring person and say Matt Campbell Ooh. of Iowa State. Where is what is so appealing about Matt Campbell? Because I've had a lot of conversations, including with Rico. Sorry, Steve, and, you lost me. And we're we're kind of on the side of of we we're curious to see what he does without Brees Hall and Brock Purdy. And when you look, I mean, he's won fifty some percent of his games at Iowa State, and then. Be obviously, before him, they were winning under 50% of their games. So there's improvement there. But is that like a splash higher for Nebraska? Or is that does Nebraska even need a splash higher? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the last point about the splash higher. Because if you listen to, to Trev Alberts um, on Sunday, he, he basically laid out everything that he was looking for in the, in the future next head mm-hmm. coach. And, and to me, at least, it didn't sound like he'd be going after a massive name, right? Or like, or like what you would call a, a splash hire. Yeah. Now, um, along with along with Matt Campbell, I, I understand where people are coming from that they're not too high on him. But the way I look at it, you know, he he's he's been a head coach for a while now. I think around ten years. He started off at at Toledo. He he raised the level of that program. He improved that program from where it was. Then he went to Iowa State. And I believe he's raised the level of that program. He he he, he got Iowa State to be a better program, mm-hmm. and so that's that's he's two for two in making the programs better um, after he's got there. And I just think that with all the resources that Nebraska will have, all the money that it'll have with the new TV deal, um, just just everything going for Nebraska right now, the new facility, the fantastic NIL operations that the, that will be popping up here soon. I just think that Nebraska has more resources and everything available to his expense that, you know, if you, if you give a guy like Matt Campbell all of that, I think that you can really start to build a program. And, and he's, a, he's a really big, detail-oriented guy. And obviously that fits along with Trev Albert. So he's my, he's my pick right now. He's not my white, my white whale. That would be Kyle, Kyle Whittingham of Utah. But yeah, exactly. Think, um, Kyle will be leaving anytime soon. I think he's been at Utah for about, you know, since 1994, he's my he's my top pick. But um, yeah, going back to it, Matt Campbell, 
I think will be my guess. Yeah, it's interesting. So Matt Campbell, just looking him up, his some of his accolades: two-time Big Ten coach, or excuse me, two-time AP Big Twelve Coach of the Year. He was thirty-five and fifteen at Toledo, like you mentioned, and then now he's forty-four and thirty-four at Iowa State here in his let's see sixth or se- or excuse me seventh year so yeah his overall record 78 and four or 79 and 49 right now through those two stops and uh, that's much better than obviously 16 and 31 and it's interesting Steve when you look at and listen to Trev Alberts with Mickey Joseph and, and even like a guy I suppose like Matt Campbell it, they're on the same page which is which is extremely important going forward yeah I really liked what uh, Mickey said said today was um, just everybody being on the same end of the rope pulling, you know, in the same direction. And yeah. I think that's probably needed a lot more in, in Nebraska's football program and administration. And, you know, with Trev, Trev Albertson in charge, I think that, you know, that's going to start happening more often. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, Steve, appreciate the time as always, man. I know, I know you're busy uh, staying on top of all the, the stories and, and changing landscapes throughout Nebraska football right now. So appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick. All right. That is Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Appreciate him as always. I know. That's what I noticed. Listen, I didn't say anything. I, I, I just didn't even notice it, Rico. Every time. I didn't, I Rico. I be like, I Steve, I'm here too. I know I don't. I know I ask you like one or two questions, but I'm here too, Steve. You are here, Rico. Don't people I don't, push the buttons? Join the join the stream, and people would see that Rico is indeed here. I push the buttons. Mark's even in the studio. Mark is here. There he is. He's doing stuff on on some laptops. Um, which I realized while we were on the phone with Steve that I get distracted very easily. Yes, you do. This is bad. No, it's okay, Mark. You gotta it's, find one thing and focus on it while you're listening. Normally, so that's this, that's focus on this. That's right easy here. for me when I'm doing solo shows because I just look at the wall. I'll just like yeah, focus on a spot at the wall. You just kind of sit here staring into a corner. Yeah, because I think all the time. Um, uh, before we go to break, there are some other coaches here that have been asked about the Nebraska job. Um, now, obviously, once again, I feel like we have to reiterate and, and preface it with this: we are fully behind Mickey Joseph. Sir. Rico and I are uh, are fully behind Mickey Joseph and everybody here. And I honestly think that the best thing, the easiest and smoothest transition would just be able to or be to move Mickey Joseph into the full-time role. Just take off but, one word. But now, here's the thing. I also have complete trust in Trev Alberts from the conversations that we've been able to have and things like that. That is true. I think there there is like we have complete trust. So if Trev Alberts decides or believes that it's best to go outside of Mickey Joseph, then that's what we'll do as well, and we'll back that. So um, Dave Doran is first up. He was asked about – he's the NC State head coach. They're a top 25 program. Yep. And he was asked whether or not uh, he would consider or just his reaction to being considered for the Nebraska job, and, and here's what he had to say. We're not going to break it down too much because there's no reason to, but just so you guys, the listeners, know kind of how coaches across the country are reacting to this, here's Dave Doran uh, responding to his name being considered for Nebraska. Three in the season, man. I'm so fired up to coach my team this week. So, no, I'm so excited about playing at home and coaching the Wolfpack, and it's not the first time that uh, names have been on lists. So, you know, it is what it is when you talk about that, but I can't wait to get ready for this game. I mean, this is a big one for us and a big season and a great group of guys. So that's where my head and my heart is. Just so completely just ignoring completely the question. ignoring the question. There's Dave Doran. Next up, probably a more uh, more uh, realistic possibility 
Lance Leipold at Kansas. Have any reactions to your name coming up on those lists at Nebraska? I'm focused on this football team getting ready for Houston. Which is exactly what I would expect. Exactly. Every single coach I'm focused on this football this team. Question. Now, Chris Kleiman at Kansas State had a little bit of a different one. Chris Kleiman. Now, I have to find it one more time here. Because we don't um, have the audio for that one. Because they didn't send out the, the audio for it. How dare they? Kansas State. Um, Be here it is. They, the the folks down in Manhattan are saying, quote, I don't think the Kansas State fans have to worry about Chris Kleiman and Nebraska at all. Because Chris Kleiman, in response, said, quote, I really like it here at Kansas State. I love our players. I love our guys. And it's pretty simple for me. I can just say one name, and that's Gene Taylor. Gene Taylor's my guy. The athletic director, Gene my Taylor. My guy. Is Gene Taylor your guy? Or Chris Kleiman your guy? I do like Chris Kleiman, not my guy, though. I actually, I actually really like Chris Kleiman. Just as a, as a coach, not I necessarily for I like, Nebraska. I think I like Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. Though. I, I like Chris Kleiman at, at Kansas State. It, it, he just fits Kansas State, where eight wins is kind of the max you're going to get. Eight or nine wins, you're not going to compete for a national championship by you'll, any means. You'll jump up there from time but, to time. But you're going to be a, a fringe top 20 team every single year and get the job done because you're going to have a, a strong offensive line, a, a pretty decent defense to handle the Big 12, and a good enough Running back. Kansas State, the Walmart version of Iowa in the Big 12. I would put Kansas State above Iowa. Would you? In terms of this season, yes. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. Over as, the last 10 like years, whole, no. They're the Walmart version of Iowa. Where it's like, you know what you're going to get. How about Big Lots version? You know what you're going to get. It's not going to be Can we do Big sexy. Lots? It's not going to be you know overwhelming, but you know, it's solid. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a nice biscuit. I don't know. A nice biscuit. Nice biscuit. Mark, do you, can you hear this? Do you hear this right now? <laughs> Just ignoring it. Okay, thank you. No comment from Mark. Mark thank thinks you. all biscuits are nice. All biscuits. <laughs> Jacoby brisket. Jacoby brisket. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> that'll do it. Um, when we come back, we will actually. It's Tuesday, and if you listen to our show every week, which you should, um, you understand that Tuesdays we eat. And we test out things from Sweet Things by Marcy. Just on Tuesdays we eat. Just on Tuesdays we eat. And uh, so I honestly don't even know what she brought us today. I do. Rico does. I don't know yet. But we'll bring in, we'll see if Nate and Strick want to join in as well as we test out some food by Sweet Things from Marcy. Uh, We'll we'll do that coming up in a couple minutes. You're listening to the Happy Hour on a Tuesday on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.